0: everyone, Kitty here. Before we dive into the podcast, I wanted to give you a couple of reminders. The first is that we touch on a lot of sensitive subjects that could be possible emotional and trauma triggers for people. If there are any topics that you're sensitive to, we recommend that before you watch any of the movies or listen to our podcasts, you check the website doesthedogdie.com. Also, this podcast is not kid-friendly and not safe for work. Please listen responsibly. Finally, this podcast contains spoilers. If you're like me and don't like spoilers, please watch the movie before listening. Thank you, and happy haunting.
1: This is Hounds of Horror with Max. Uh, what is a non-fatal murder? <laughs>
0: Victor. No, you're Not, stupid.
2: It doesn't matter how close you live to your house, but anyway. Oh, close. <laughs> 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 and Kitty. Oh, that's a lot.
1: a lot of
0: words for I'm trying something instead of porn. <laughs>
2: Okay, so I'm Victor. I'm Max.
0: And I'm Kitty. And this is Hounds of Horror. This is weird after our little hiatus. Holiday hiatus. hiatus. Mm. Holiday hiatus. Holiday yeah. um, hiatus. It's a good band
1: It's a great band
0: <laughs> I feel like it should be like a cover band that plays at a resort for somebody.
2: <laughs> like lounge music versions of popular songs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like Richard, Richard Cheese.
0: <laughs> <laughs> this week we are doing It Follows Shit.
2: It Follows Shit.
0: <laughs> Can somebody get our our reminder board <laughs> Lay down, down. down? Lay down. <laughs> if ever there was a time that I needed reminders of what the fuck I was supposed to be doing with my life, it's right now. Because I don't remember what we do.
2: <laughs> God fucking uh, damn
0: it. <laughs> what'd you forget? Your notes? Did you leave them somewhere? Yes, I yes,
2: did. Yes. <laughs> You're welcome, by the way.
0: All right, so some housekeeping stuff. You can now find us on Facebook.
3: Oh, boy. Uh Woo!
0: It is Hounds of Horror. It's a page right now. I don't think we're going to do the group thing. I don't have the patience to modify a group, so I'm not going to do that. Barely have
2: the patience to talk into this microphone
0: for an hour and a half. (laughs) Basically.
2: (laughs) Uh, (laughs) A lot of times we don't, which is why we veer off course so
0: often. (laughs) If you want to tag us on anything on Facebook, it's just at Hounds of Horror Pod. And at some point in the next few weeks, I'll probably be getting an Instagram up so that I can upload pictures of things that we talk about, like, if we talk about a book or we talk about a cosplayer or whatever, then we can talk about, we can upload pictures of that so that you can see that.
2: So they can see our gram instantly.
0: <laughs>
2: Has anyone ever uploaded pictures of graham crackers on Instagram?
0: I'm sure they have, but there is a picture of just about fucking anything. It's
1: too bad there's not instant graham crackers.
2: Oh, oh they'd be made with, like, a special mix in water. You'd have, to get, <laughs> you'd have to get some kind of special press for that, too, to make the graham crapper. Graham crapper shape? <laughs> <laughs> oh, these suck. I am going to release my own brand of Instagram
1: crackers <laughs> called Instacrappers.
2: Because <laughs> they go through you instantly.
1: Or, or wait, Graham Crappers, I meant. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Alright.
0: So, as I was saying, this week we did It Follows, not It Follows Shit, as I accidentally said.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. And <laughs> let me bring up a synopsis here because I'm super unprepared this week. Alright, here's the first synopsis that I found, and it's just the one that's, like, up on the page on Google. After a carefree teenager, Jay, sleeps with her new boyfriend, Hugh, for the first time. She learns that she is the latest recipient of a fatal curse that is passed from victim to victim via sexual intercourse. Death, Jay learns, will creep inexorably towards her as either a friend or a stranger. Jay's friends don't believe her seemingly paranoid ravings until they too begin the- to see the phantom assassins and band together to help her clear. It. That's bullshit. She, they never actually see anything in the first one. I never watched the second one, so I can't really attest to that.
2: The second one,
0: what? There's a second. It follows. Really? I think so. It
2: follows
1: to The following. It follows <laughs> to the It is.
0: It follows 2. Is it really the following, or I don't did know. you make that up? I just made it up.
2: <laughs> It sounds like something they do, though. It sounds like something someone would stop and look at the camera and be like, you don't follow it. It follows you. <laughs> and then I leave
1: the room to go take a shit for the rest of the movie. You know? I'd leave um, the theater, honestly. Like,
2: mm-hmm.
0: So the movie stars Micah? Is it pronounced a Micah or Ma- I, Micah?
1: I do believe it's Micah.
0: Micah Monroe as Jay Height. Keir Gilchrist as Paul. Olivia Lucardi as Yara. Lily Seppi as Kelly Height and that guy who's... Oh, uh, Daniel Zavato as Greg Hannigan, and Jake Weary as Hugh. I had to scroll a little bit.
2: That dive. guy's in it?
1: Whoa. I yeah. know. stars that guy.
0: I can't remember. I think
1: Olivia Lucardi is a very cool name. It, it is. is. It really is.
0: Do you think it's bullshit? Do you think it's a, a screen name?
1: No. no. That's it. Let's continue.
2: <laughs> <laughs> there was a pause. I for you to state your argument. <laughs> that is my argument. <laughs> All right.
1: Valid point.
0: Okay. So, anyway. Uh, oh, the... That the,
1: is... They, two words are right next to each other. Yes, on
0: the they're right there. And I'm, I'm not allowed to say them. <laughs> Director was David Robert Mitchell, and it was also written by him.
1: Michael Monroe. This is actually... I think the first thing I saw her in was this. It follows. Okay. And then... Uh, she was um, Patrick Whitmore in Independence Day, or er, Patricia Whitmore. Sorry.
0: <laughs> I was Like, huh? That's interesting that she had two <laughs> male character names. In <laughs> yeah.
1: uh, Independence Day, I don't really remember her in that.
0: It was in Resurgence, so the like the newer what? Independence
2: Day. Oh, uh, wait, no. who are we talking about?
1: The uh,
0: main girl, Jay.
2: Yeah, I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have picked her for <clears throat> pegged her for being in the original Independence Day. It was probably a re- the reboot. Re- Whatever it was. Well, if it is, I missed that point. I didn't watch it. <laughs> and that's
1: why I don't recognize her in that, because that's it.
3: Mm, that would be a good reason.
1: But what I did see was a movie called Tau, And she plays Julia in that movie. And it is a fantastic movie. I recommend it. Keir Gilchrist played Paul, of course. Uh, he was Craig, and it's kind of a funny story, which I have not
2: seen. I actually recommend it. It was very good. Was it? Yes. It, was, it had a very positive take on mental illness and how it should be viewed and how it should be handled effectively. That
0: is what I recognized him from, and I didn't realize that was what I recognized him from. That was the um, Zach Galifianakis movie, yes. right? Yeah, That was a really cute movie.
1: What I recognized him from was Dead Silence. He played young Henry. Oh, he did. And I'll bet you, listeners, Dead Silence is going to end up on this podcast at some point. <laughs> Spoilers. Because that movie messed me up. Lily Seppi played Kelly. She was Juju and Spork. So or spork.
0: That doesn't sound like anything right now.
1: <laughs> I mean, I like sports. It's like the. Not to compare it to. <laughs> I
0: was
1: gonna say it's the something of the silverware world, but it's kind of spork is all its own thing. Jake Weary played Hugh. He was Tommy in Zombieverse. another movie I highly recommend. Because <laughs> it's so stupid. It's so um, stupid. It's good.
0: What I recognized him from was Pretty Little Liars. He had like kind of a bit role in that, but I—that was the only thing that I recognized him from.
1: You might be surprised to hear I've never seen that movie.
0: It's a TV show.
1: And he was also Webby in It Chapter It Chapter Two. Hmm. Olivia Lucardi played Yara. She was Arlene in Money Monster, which I also have not seen. Listeners, I'm picking movies that I think somebody might recognize. them
3: Because
1: <laughs> if there's not one on the list that I've seen, I just, I don't know. But she's great in this movie. And Daniel Zavato was Money in a little movie called Don't Breathe. I highly recommend that movie as well. It's so good. And you should watch it because that's also going to end up on this podcast one day. Yeah, he played Money in that. And he was also Tiago Vega in Penny Dreadful. Another, Another really cool name. Victor, do you have anything for phobias or stuff?
2: (laughs) I do, and I knew this was going to happen eventually, because technically every movie that we watch could be boiled down to this. But the phobia that I could closely... The phobia that I think would closely associate to this movie... Would associate the closest to this? Would be the closest. (laughs) Associate in which...
0: It's what I can make the closest association to.
2: <laughs> the phobia that I think fits with this movie is thanatophobia, And it is the fear of death in general. But there are many, many subsets of this phobia. The one that I think probably fits the best is a fear of your own impending doom. Just knowing that it will eventually happen. I think that this movie kind of captures that in the sense that you can see it coming... And you can try to avoid it, but eventually it will find you. It will eventually take hold of you. Now, there is obviously a lot of correlations to be made with, like, uh, STDs, uh, sexual trauma. Like, obviously it always follows you. Like, I, I agree and I understand that. But in my opinion, I think that as far as phobias go, I think that just the impending fear of death and not being able to avoid it, knowing it will always come back to you eventually, is accurate. No sex phobia? Uh, You know... There has got to be a fear of sex. I'm sure there is, but they're not afraid of having sex. They still have it. Kind of a lot, actually. Even knowing the consequences. uh, Yeah, but...
1: uh, (laughs) I mean, even a nasty STD can't be as bad as a murderous creature hunting you. I don't know. I'm going to look up sex phobias.
0: (laughs) Sex phobias. It's a
1: great application of my time.
0: Yes. Yes, it is. (laughs) So, one of the things that I actually read while I was looking up different things in here is, was a thought catalog article. Normally I do kind I like to do kind of a lore thing here, but I mean there's not really much lore on the entity from It Follows. (laughs) What's up over there, giggles?
1: (laughs) It's called, uh, Coitophobia.
0: Coitophobia? That kind of makes sense, though. It does,
1: but it's funny. (laughs) It does make sense.
0: So, let me find
1: General phobia about coitus. Just coitus is a funny word. <laughs>
2: coitus <I'm not> Maximus. <laughs>
0: seeing the author's name on here. Great name
2: for a band. <laughs> you heard of Sex Pistols? I would think people with coitophobia would not go to a Sex Pistols concert. <laughs> I would imagine that just the term sex probably would make them uncomfortable. But I know nothing <laughs> about the phobia, as I have not done any research on it.
1: Now, I would think some people would legitimately have coitophobia for obvious reasons. Well, yes, of course. And that's terrible. And I would understand that. I think there's some that would just be afraid of, like, having kids, getting an STD, or a murderous creature. Or a murderous
2: creature. Yes.
0: I'm actually going to save this. I I read a Thought Catalog article on this written by somebody by the name of MJ. I didn't see any other information about them other than like kind of a brief bio. But it touches on something that I want to talk about a little bit later. So I'll bring it up then. But it one thing that it did mention that is kind of weird is that it takes place in kind of an un, ill-defined, ambiguous. undefined.
2: An un-ill-defined?
0: An, an undefined. So
2: well-defined.
0: An undefined.
2: An ambiguously unindefined term of time.
0: <laughs> an undefined and ill-defined time period.
2: Yes, it does. There it is does, some kind have. of odd future tech, but there's also no old vehicles.
0: Cell phones, really?
2: Uh, Yara that. has that clamshell. Like,
1: yeah, it's like a
0: Kindle. It's like a Kindle on a compact, like a makeup compact. But you it's don't real see any weird. modern
2: cell phones, any modern But you wouldn't see that in even the 90s.
0: No. No, no, no. No, 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 Like, it's almost futuristic, but they don't really have cell phones. And Hugh drives an older-style Impala, and Greg drives an old station wagon. That was an Impala? I'm pretty sure I saw the Impala logo on huh. it. And the movie theater looks old as fuck and yeah. run down. all the TV. Um, like,
2: you could kind of surmise that maybe they're kind of hipster kids and watching older, scary movies or whatever, you know black and white horror movies, but every time we see them watching a movie, it's always black
0: and white. It's yeah. an old creature feature or monster flick. Their right. house looks like it's straight out of the 90s. Yeah, it looks it like is. it hasn't been updated since the 90s. I,
2: I personally think that that's just kind of a choice just to add one more layer of making us feel kind of uncomfortable and unsure of everything. And it's, it's just one layer of why this is a really great movie. Spoiler, I think this is a good movie. There are so many little... Layers and little touches to just make you feel uncomfortable and
0: kind of strange. The, like the I porno I,
2: magazines?
1: Yeah, yeah. Porno Was magazines. there a date on those magazines?
0: You know, there wasn't. I did not see any genital hair, so I'm guessing that it's, like, post-1980s. <laughs> it's
2: a good way of dating it wasn't porn the 60s.
1: magazines. <laughs> if, if there's any super purrs out there who saw the movie
2: and you can date one of those porno
1: mags...
0: <laughs>
2: Let
1: us know.
0: Please let us know. We're not Please saying that people the of who God, let us know. <laughs> collect
2: porno magazines and treat them like baseball cards or pervs, but some of them are. We're just saying. That, we,
0: we affectionately call you a perv.
2: Hey, be what you are. Live your truth.
1: You do you.
0: No kink shaming here. You do what you want. As long as it's consensual.
2: It's a terrible <laughs> kink to have.
0: <laughs> All right. So I guess let's get into, are we done with our important stuff?
3: I don't know. I don't yes. remember anymore. Is that okay. all of this important? It's Let's not see. not important.
0: I guess our 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 list of things before we actually talk about like the nitty gritty of the movie. We start the movie off with Annie. Poor Annie is running out of her house in the highest fucking heels. <laughs> yes.
3: <laughs> yeah.
0: Short shorts Impressive. and a tank top. It looks like she's in her night clothes and put on a pair of heels to run away.
1: To add to our confusion. Don't all these women's undergarments look a bit odd?
0: Are they undergarments though? I can't tell if they're nightclothes or if that's something that she would have worn to go hang, like hang out with her friends.
2: It is honestly hard to say, and I don't know.
0: Kudos to her. Yeah. She is running in those spike heels spike on and grass. Heels. And I'm probably the only one of the three of us, but I don't want to make assumptions. Who has worn heels?
1: Don't make assumptions. I have
2: definitely <laughs> You'd worn <be> wrong. heels. <laughs>
0: Have you worn heels? Yeah. For real? Yes. You found heels in your big-ass foot size. (laughs)
2: This (laughs) calling me out, all right?
0: He wears, like, between a 14 and a 15 (laughs) in men's.
2: Yes. Isn't
0: there, like, a big and tall ladies store?
2: But couldn't this have also been when I was younger and more?
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, you've just been this giant of a size since you were born.
2: No, yes. I played dress up when I was, like, I don't know or 10 or something like that. Like Wild Bill style.
0: Whose heels were they? You mean
1: Buffalo Bill? Buffalo Bill. (laughs) (laughs) Wild Bill Hickok.
0: He
2: led a very interesting nightlife. (laughs) (laughs) But also, yes, just like that.
0: (laughs) I would have made a very
3: different type of movie.
2: (laughs) Anyway... Yes, and I can confirm that I only walked uh, 10 or 15 cool. steps, and I near, nearly twisted my ankle twice.
0: Whose shoes were they?
2: Oh, do <laughs> This <laughs> I makes have...
0: me skeptical of your story. Uh, it was
2: at my grandmother's house. Okay. There's pictures of it. If
0: they were your grandmother's, I could kind of understand. <laughs> uh, they
2: might have been, but I mean, they didn't seem her style. It was just a closet. Like,
0: there was they old were clothes,
2: them. and we were having um, fun. It was me and my sister and my cousin. And might have been you can ask her if you don't believe me, although I'm not going to give you any of her information. So
0: <laughs> Have you, Vic, worn notes? Wrong person. Max, worn.
2: <laughs> yes, I have, in fact. It was at my grandmother's house. We do look alike.
0: <laughs> Max, have you worn heels before? I
1: have. I dressed up like Cher once.
0: and Amazing. I wore heels for that, yeah. Okay. Were you dying by the time like you got through the other day? It night? was
2: not a pleasant <laughs> endeavor. Your calves burn within the first five minutes of wearing them.
0: Yeah. Mine is did. my, uh, like, the pads of my feet. They hurt like a bitch by the time I'm done wearing heels. But so I've run in heels and I've walked on grass and heels. I have not run on grass and heels because your heels sink into the grass. <laughs> And it is so hard. I don't understand how her shoes didn't fall right the fuck off while she was running through that grass. So kudos to her. All of that to say that.
2: (laughs) I believe it has to do with positioning. I think that she was putting her center of gravity forward, therefore placing more weight on the tips of her shoes rather than the
0: steps. I understand the physics of it. However, it's difficult, is what I'm saying.
2: That's not what you said, though. I was hearing the words, not the intention. We should go to court. (laughs) Well... (laughs) We've spent a long time on heels.
0: Yeah.
1: We sure have. It's the first three minutes of the movie, so... We
0: are 21 minutes into this podcast, and we have talked about the first 30 (laughs) seconds of the film. But I also want to talk real quick, because that's the very first that we see of the nice cinematography that's going on in the movie. The director of photography in this movie was amazing. I really like a lot of the panning shots. I like a lot of the... They do a lot of, like, circle shots, like, where they come back around to the same point over and over again to see different things, and I really appreciate that. And they start that in that very first scene. And then Annie got dead.
3: She did violently.
1: Very violently. Extremely violently. It is awful. Was her other
0: leg also, like, off? It was off and, like, laying up the beach, and then her her right leg was, like, bent backwards. And
1: we're going to come back to this.
0: Busted. We are, because I have a couple of points. To well,
1: up. I'm going to make mine first. So.
0: One, two, three. <laughs> <laughs> Roche, though. Actually, I think you were just going to punch me in the face. <laughs> I'm too far away. I'm not going to move to do
1: this. That. Although, that would be a great way to play Rock, Paper, scissors. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> I win, motherfucker. <laughs> so,
2: Surprise, motherfucker. <laughs>
0: Uh-huh. So, then we get to meet Jay, I think, is the, after we, we see dead Annie.
1: Victor, there's a word you like to use called vapid.
2: Yes. I believe it fits her.
0: Jay? Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: She doesn't have a lot of depth.
0: Compared to the two other girls that she hangs out with, yeah.
2: She almost comes across to me as someone who is traumatized before she's traumatized. She well, comes across as someone who's really guarded and very caught up in her own world and kind of reserved.
0: Her dad's dead. So, I mean, that might have something to do with it. It could. It's very possible. She gets into the swimming pool. And this leads me to... One of my greatest confusions of the movie is the seasons. (laughs) What the fuck is happening with the seasons in this movie? In some scenes, they're driving down the road. And there's bare trees. So, like, all the leaves have already fallen off. Like, it's, you know, November or something. And it takes place in Michigan. So, I mean, I feel like... Pennsylvania weather isn't super different from Michigan. I feel like they get more snow than we do. But other than that, I feel like, I mean, they have all four seasons, it gets really cold during the winters, it's really hot during the summers, and I feel like it's pretty similar.
1: When Kitty and I were discussing this earlier, I finally realized that Lake Michigan is touching Michigan.
0: (laughs) I just
2: want you guys to know that. There's a lake in Michigan?
0: (laughs) It's a great lake.
2: (laughs) I don't know. I'll be the judge of that
0: road trip <laughs> we, we'll record our next podcast from the beaches of lake lake michigan
2: fuck that we're gonna get a pontoon boat dude, it from a lake
0: <laughs> so they have scenes where the trees are bare mm-hmm. and it looks like fall she's also in class at one point but she's going swimming in her pool in the backyard and There's a scene where she's wearing like knee high boots that I think are appropriate for colder fall weather, so late October, early November. And she's wearing a jacket but with shorts at points. And the weather is just really fucking weird. There's also points where the trees are green, where they have, they're full of leaves and they're green.
1: Maybe it just took them a really long time to film the movie. And they
0: were like, whatever, fuck it, they won't
2: know. Now, again, this could be one of those situations where everybody's probably had that English teacher, or it might have been an art teacher, or it could have just been your mom. Somebody who finds unnecessary meaning in books, movies, poems, stories, whatever it might be, and they'll tell you that the curtains being blue is reflective of the writer's melancholy and depression, when really they were just fucking blue curtains.
1: Yeah. It sounds like
2: every pretentious literature teacher I've ever had. Okay, I'm glad that I'm not wrong on that, because I know. didn't go to school, just a little tidbit about me. I've so two, I'm and assuming. I liked them both. Well, you're also a kiss-ass. <laughs> <Well, but. laughs> anyway, my point was going to be that there's a lot of things in this movie that I, I think are intentional, and that maybe one of them may not, So I don't want to be one of those people, but if I am, I apologize. I honestly think that the really slow establishing shots, you said about the 360 shots where it pans back around to where it originally started from. Um, Also the shots that linger just a little bit too long where you kind of are wondering what's the point of this shot because it's just sitting there for what would be fine for three seconds, but it goes on for five, ten seconds, and you're wondering why. Like, what are you establishing here? And I really think that that's meant just to add more layers of a little bit of confusion and to make you feel just a little bit more uncomfortable, a little bit more uneasy with the situation. Uh, And I think that the ambiguous time period, the strange cinematography shots, some of it being beautiful, some of it just being weird and putting you in an odd space, and then also the ill-defined time of year and season is is all just kind of wrapped up to be this ambiguous, non-specific, just weird amalgam of things to kind of throw you
0: off. I do agree. And that's actually one of the things that that Thought Catalog article talked about was that that was one of the scariest things in the movie was just some of the the weird things that they don't talk about in that movie. And a lot of times I have a big problem with movies that don't... I have a problem with movies give too much exposition and I have a problem with movies don't give enough. And this is one of those cases where they... It, it almost tips into the not giving enough, but it's not quite there, and so that makes it a better movie, in my opinion, because they don't... Somebody riding their leaf blower down
2: the road. <laughs> it really sounds like he's choking it, too. Like, probably Mr. Bean. <laughs> um, this isn't my scooter.
3: <laughs>
0: but um, they don't do it to the point where, like, they don't leave out so much stuff that I'm like, well, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> and I appreciate that about this movie, so. Where did we stop at? What we, movie? we're talking about Jay getting into the pool.
1: Oh, yeah, that's all the fun we got. Still. <laughs> still. still all the we got. Fuck.
0: Um. So the creepy neighbor kids. Yes. Fuck those kids. <laughs> That's... <laughs>
2: I Yeah, it's just weird. And there's multiple times that they come up, and they're just pushing boundaries, and it's creepy and weird. And I think that a lot of, like I said, a lot of people say that this movie is obviously very motivated by sex, sexual trauma, STDs, coming of age, how scary it is to be a teenager, be a teenager, understand that you're different, or... Public care All of it. Acne, uh, you know, acne, <laughs> but... And I think that that was kind of again meant to make you feel uncomfortable and strange, and remind you that like sex is weird and kind of strange and creepy at times.
0: I bet you're. It is whenever you're a teenager. Yes. Like it is true. Oh. not not whenever you're an adult and you're more aware of what's happening and what's going on. It shouldn't be that weird whenever you're an adult, but like whenever you're a teenager who hasn't had much experience or no experience at all then it is very uncomfortable and strange.
1: You're just afraid that if you touch someone else's genitals, they'll get pregnant. (laughs) Yeah, Because that's
2: more or less what you're told.
0: Pregnancy happens a lot less frequently. (laughs) Like, there's a lot of stars that have to align for a pregnancy to happen, and it always blows my mind that it happens so, like, casually amongst teenagers. But...
2: (laughs) If you look at your crush too hard, boom.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: (laughs) Can't kiss him. Probably good. Yep. Sometimes you hug too hard. Oh. <laughs> so. She
0: goes on, on her first date with Hugh.
2: Yes. And it seems to go well.
0: Her first date that we see. Because her sister knows about him. Yeah. So she must have been out with him once or twice before. And she goes to the movies with him. Mm-hmm. It, is that...
1: That's not the movies. Yeah. It was like live theater or something.
0: No, it was the movies. Somebody was playing a piano up there.
1: That happens.
0: Sometimes at movie theaters they have that. Like, oh, they used to, especially back in the day. Like, they had live bands that would play before movie started.
2: Well, that's weird. <laughs> there's, a, there's a theater not too far from here that'll do that. They play like a, a, it's not a pipe organ, but it's like a small organ, I guess. I'm not going. I didn't ask you if you would. <laughs> but, I mean, this coming Friday there. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it seems like it's kind of a nice date, but he gets all weirded out. And I assume that he had laid the groundwork to try to push off this thing for a while. And unfortunately, while they're playing this kind of cute game together, he discovers that she sees, or he sees something that she can't. And then he realizes that the entity is there and the efforts that he has made to keep this thing away have ultimately only bought him a bit of time.
0: Later on, we get more of a background of what happened with Hugh, whose name we later find out is Jeff. We find out that he caught it from a one-night stand that he picked up at a bar.
2: Cheating on his girlfriend.
0: Cheating on his girlfriend. While you were upstairs, Vic, Max and I were actually talking about it, and I was trying to deduce if he was given instructions like he had given them or if he was just, like, if this girl just slept with him and then, like, left and he didn't know anything about it. He doesn't really say.
2: No, he doesn't. He doesn't really give any instruction on or any explanation as to you know, where he got these instructions from, this information from, or if he just figured it out on his own.
0: That leads me to another thing. Like, how fucking old are these kids? Are they in high school? Are they in college? Jeff was in a bar. Did he have a fake ID? Is he actually in college? Whenever they see him, he's wearing a Letterman jacket and they say something about him being in high school.
2: He may have lied to her, but she does specifically say at one point that he's 21.
0: She does. She does. Yeah. You're right. Are they 21? Is he sleeping with high school kids?
2: I think he's sleeping with high school kids. Like, she does seem like
1: she's
0: in high school. But the classroom that she and Greg are in, in the beginning, does not seem, it seems like a college class. It doesn't seem like a high school class. So it's so weird. But the the teacher or professor or whatever also seems really concerned about her leaving the class and college professors don't give a shit. Yeah. Which is something that Max brought up. So, who knows? But, getting a little off track, so, because this is probably the most important part of the movie, the second date with Jeff, Hugh, as she knows him. That's why you should
1: wait for the third date to do it.
0: It, Theoretically, it probably was
2: the third date. Going to the movies on the first date is fine. What are we talking about?
1: (laughs) Not that, but... Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, they, uh, you know, park his car out and, uh, you know... BFE. Yeah. Have a little have a little uh, love making.
0: Outside of an abandoned building which I say like I'm creeped out by but it would have been fine with me.
1: (laughs) I mean it is Detroit we're assuming. Yeah. So
0: they talk about 8 Mile at some point later in the movie. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So they have sex and it's wonderful I guess and then they're kind of canoodling afterwards and he Slaps a rag over her mouth soaked with something that knocks her out.
0: Yeah, some chloroform or something. Yeah. He drugs her and then ties her to a wheelchair, which was actually pretty smart thinking on his part. He is
1: prepared for this. Yes. He,
0: he thought long and hard about what he was
1: gonna do. Long and hard.
0: Yep. <laughs> And she wakes up After being chloroformed Or ethered or whatever He starts giving her All of these weird instructions That you would think Somebody giving them to you Was fucking insane And then A naked woman shows up
1: Yeah Wearing sandals Yes. Probably because it would have hurt the actress very much to walk over those rocks on the railroad tracks.
0: They had no fucking issue making the girl that played Jay, Micah, I guess, not wear shoes to ride a bike and run through a playground, though, so... Well, yes. (laughs) (laughs) So she sees this naked lady, the naked lady's walking slow towards her, and then when she gets a little too uncomfortably close, Jeff packs her up into a car, drives her home, and dumps her in the middle of the street wearing nothing but her underwear with her wrists still tied up.
1: Yeah. I would feel like a lot of people have a very good description of Jeff. Yes. Or Hugh, at this point.
0: Yes. And she gives her story to the cops. Can you fucking imagine... Giving that explanation to the cops. <laughs> so we were hanging out, we were on a date, we had consensual sex, and then he drugged me. Wait, you had sex and then he drugged you? Yes. Okay. And then he tied me to a chair, and then there was a naked lead. So wait, the sex was consensual? Yes. Okay. <laughs> like, I just can't imagine explaining any of that to anybody. Yeah. Because it's so bizarre. And I mean, I'm assuming that her sister and her friends made her call the cops because I feel like so few actual sexual assaults get reported. I don't know that I would have called the cops about that. I don't, like, I don't know.
1: Well, we don't know if she told them what happened. Like, I mean, she yeah. got dumped out in the road tied up. Maybe and they, might they have just, just went and called the cops. Yeah, like, you know. If uh, that had been me.
0: If you had been Jay? Or yeah. Jay. Okay.
1: And a woman did that to me and dumped me here. I'd be like, guys, this is what happened to me tonight. yeah going down in the records is an interesting
3: story (laughs) i
0: feel like i probably would have too because like weird shit just happens to me all the time so i feel like i don't know could i borrow a pair of pants (laughs) can i not be in my underwear in the street anymore? (laughs) if you're a business owner you know how hard it can be to market yourself and increase sales And who really has time for all of that with all the other responsibilities that come with running a business? Katie's one-on-one services are available to help you reach your goals. She offers branding, marketing, and sales strategies for all types of businesses. Maybe you're looking to grow your social media following or get a new website designed. Katie can do that, and more. Go to katiemorrell.com slash one-on-one to schedule your consultation today. That's C-A-I-T-Y-M-O-R-R-E-L-L dot com slash O-N-E-O-N-O-N-E to schedule your consultation. So, she's all freaked out, and the next day, she's, like, standing in her underwear in front of the mirror, like, looking over herself for some reason. The creepy neighbor kids show up again, throwing a ball at her window and then looking in her window. You keep saying
1: creepy neighbor kids. Yeah. Is that not Paul?
0: No. That's like some like 12-year-old kid that lives next door. He's got like blonde hair. Okay. And because there were two kids in the, the scene with the pool that were like looking over the fence. And then there was just one kid standing and looking in her window. Oh. And then she goes to class. This maybe college, maybe high school class, and she's sitting in class, and then she sees the first sign of the entity that day. Second sign. Oh, yeah.
1: She saw her in the parking garage.
0: Well, yeah, the second one. Yeah, I guess it would technically be the second one, but I don't... Like, I think that she just thought that that was somebody working with hue to play some sort of weird fucked up prank on her. It doesn't change the fact that that was still the first time she saw it. It was, yes, but like she sees the first sign that like makes her believe that it's real. Mm-hmm. That makes her believe that
3: it's legit.
1: And my problem with this is the old lady is walking across the quad.
3: Maybe you call it
1: sure courtyard. Uh, yeah, some kind of courtyard. It's between buildings, betwixt. It's approaching straight from a building. Right across the way. And there are no doors on that side of the building. This thing is a physical entity. Yes. St- I just have a problem. Like, did it walk around the building and then center itself and start walking across?
0: See, my bigger issue with that scene is the fact that you don't see it two seconds before that. And I want to know, did it materialize out of thin air? Did it walk around the other building? Did it walk through the other building? Did it walk over the other building?
1: It's a real thing, though.
0: I know. Like, tangible.
2: Physical.
0: Yes. Not like... Ooh, i ghost. I can walk through walls. Like, did it walk through one door and out the other of the other building? That's what I meant.
2: I think the word you guys are looking for is corporeal. Uh, yes, it in. is. Incorporeal. <laughs> or corporeal. Carpal. It's
0: like croissant. Mm. Croissant. Croissant. Crown. Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the entity seems to like to keep eye contact with people a lot. I don't know if that's. <laughs> well,
2: that's big... important in any kind of relationship. Eye contact is. <laughs> Paramount. It lets the other person know that you're interested.
0: <laughs> it's real fucking interested. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> <laughs> Obsessed, some would say. <laughs> so she gets up and leaves class and freaks out and runs out of the room. and Freaks
1: out, then gets up and leaves class.
0: Uh, whatever. Maybe a better order. Mm-hmm. I, you know.
2: Okay. And that's where she catches the attention of Greg. Greg, the cool guy. Yeah. A who's Greasy actually, weirdo. You know, kind of a greasy... Not even a greaser, just kind of greasy.
0: He wasn't greasy in the classroom, though. It was like they filmed that scene and then didn't let him bathe for three more days and filmed (laughs) the rest of the movie.
2: Although I think he was familiar with their family before that. Yeah, he said something about... There's this kind of, again, a lot of ambiguous things happening in this movie. And it seems like the death of her father is another somewhat ambiguous event that causes some pain and, and confusion and... Trauma for her because he says something about seeing her, then mentions something about not talking to her after her dad died and having it be some kind of an odd situation and then apologizing to her for not really talking to her anymore. And I'm not really sure what we're supposed to infer from that other than just it, you know, death is difficult to deal with and some people get really awkward about it and they stop talking to people because they'd rather break off a friendship or a potential relationship than deal with it. But he does say something along the lines of, I should have been nicer to you or I should have. I shouldn't have stopped talking to you after, and I'm sorry. And I think she tells him it's okay or something like that. They, they definitely do have a relationship of some
0: kind before. So she runs out, and then she sees the old lady, and the old lady just kind of, like, shoves her way between two students walking through the hallway, which is ironically also what Jay did, but, you know, she's a physical person that they could see. And so it was actually way more rude that she did it than the entity did it. But <laughs> Yes. <laughs> So she runs and tells her sister, and then Paul and Paul, and Paul offers to stay the night. Did you say, and Paul, then Paul, and Paul? Yes, I did. I I'm so. leaving it there. It's staying in the podcast.
2: She tells
1: Paul, then Paul, and Paul. <laughs> and I just picture them like running up and being like a
2: barbershop
3: trio. <laughs> oh, hello, hello, hello. <laughs> it's good. It's good. It's good. But
2: no. well, Paul, I'm glad you're here. Paul, I'm glad you're here too. <laughs> Well, that would have made it a very different movie. Because, <laughs> by the way, just I would like to make it a thing that anytime there's a character in a movie that just will not accept that the relationship he has will never be anything, or she has will never be anything more than friends, I'm now going to refer to that character as being a Paul.
0: Yeah. They
2: did boink in the yes. end. Yes.
0: Eventually. But out of
2: sheer survival and wow. desperation. <laughs> And he was totally cool with it for that specific reason, and then
1: she scored with the other two Pauls too.
0: Well, okay, so we need we need to get to this part eventually. I, how far are we? Let's just we're forty five minutes into
3: this fucking matter.
0: podcast. So, <laughs> so Paul stays the night. suddenly crashes through the window, and that's whenever the entity first makes like a personal attack on her. It actually gets into her house doesn't actually get a hold of her. That was one of the rules that Hugh gave her, don't let it touch you.
1: And Don't let it fucking football tackle you either.
0: <laughs> Apparently. That's a bigger rule.
1: Yeah.
0: She goes upstairs, hides in a room, and then her friend opens the door and lets him fucking lurch.
2: <laughs> well, okay, to be fair, first of all, it's her sister. But also, to be fair, her mom was super creepy because she's like, Instead of knocking and saying, are you okay, I heard screaming, I heard glass breaking, maybe her mom's drunk, it's also kind of implied that there's something going on there, too. Like, maybe the mom has some type of mental illness, because they refer to her as being asleep, as being not interested, and they say about her seeing them smoking or drinking, making her really sad. But they don't really ever talk about her or really have very many scenes with her other than these kind of weird ambiguous statements well, about her being crazy about something.
0: They said that the reason that she was asleep was because she had to be up for work at five fifteen in the morning.
2: Right. And she says it almost as though she blames the kids because she's like, Gotta be up by five fifteen. And she says like she has this tone in her voice that makes me think that maybe she
0: Does been... she actually say that at some point? Yeah. The sister said it. The sister was sitting on the porch and she was like, yeah, she has to be up at 5.15. I would die I mean. the if sister, I had to do that. That's what I mean,
2: the sister saying that.
1: Oh, Are
0: we talking about Yara? No. Because uh,
1: Yara was the one outside her bedroom door.
0: No, so, Yara, not Yara, I, I'm talking about um, Kelly. Kelly. Katie. Little name, Blue Book. What's, what's the sister's name?
2: <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, I, mean, I do your charity titters right now. I don't remember because I am terrible at names, as I previously stated. You,
0: with the, the actor relations, you're supposed to fucking know. What was the question? What is the sister's name? Is it Kelly? Kelly. Okay.
2: Okay.
1: I'm assuming Kelly Height.
0: Kelly is the one that was like, yeah, she has to be up at 5.15 in the morning. I would die if I had to do that. And okay. that was how she followed it up. So I think that it was yes, just I like kind of a whatever comment about no, My
2: point is
0: that It was a necessary exposition about why their mom's not really around.
2: I thought it was the mother that was knocking outside the door whenever the entity breaks the window and, and uh, what's-her-face, the main character, runs upstairs. No. Um... It wasn't the mom. You're saying it was the friend.
1: Well, at Paul. first it was Kelly and Paul
2: banging on the door. And she lets them in.
1: Right. And then, and then Yara starts knocking on the door. The friend. Yes. Okay. And then and they open it And whenever she
0: comes in the door, that's when Lurch yes, comes in. But yeah, why did she not say,
2: are you okay? It's me. Here's what's going on. Instead, she rattles the doorknob for 25 seconds. And then eventually says something to them about, like, "It's it's just me out here or whatever. And they open the door. And that's when you see it. And that is a fucking creepy scene. It's
0: it is. a big-ass motherfucking dude. That
2: is a huge guy, whoever he is. And it's so off-putting. And just the little bit of makeup around his eyes... That for me was the first like time I got spooked. because He has to so bend over to get through the door.
0: Yeah, and the he does. way he's
2: so nimbly, like, he doesn't touch either of the people standing in the doorway. And he's he so slides quiet in between and like, them.
0: He glides. He glides like a Disney princess for a man that's like <laughs> eight feet tall and yeah. 250 pounds. That
2: whole scene made me feel pounds. so uncomfortable and so out and of he place. He was 300 pounds. No, there's no, no way. Uh, well.
0: I mean, I, he's a big mm-hmm. fucking dude.
2: He's also. He was kind of slender, but still, he was a big guy. Slenderman? Yeah, he wasn't. He wasn't that slender.
0: I um, mean, Vic here is six four, and I'm not going to see her weight over a podcast that bunches of people <laughs> listen to, but I mean, reasonably, he could have been three hundred.
2: Less than I a think. hippopotamus. Yes. More than a small dog.
0: Yes. Yeah, that's that's a good.
1: <laughs> they well, she freaks out. What she jumps out her balcony window. Balcony. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> which I can't blame her for. Grabs right. a pedal bike. Rides over to the park because I guess that makes her feel safe. Yeah, barefoot. Mm-hmm. And then cool guy and her all relations. Of her friends show
0: up. Oh, and then that was fucking weird. So he comes over and they're like, "Is that Greg?" And then after they kind of talk to him for a second, he starts to turn around and walk away. This person that they barely had like converse with anymore, and she's like. Are you leaving? Like, she's super offended that he's leaving. And I was like, why do you care? And (laughs) then he was like, no, I'm going to get my car keys. Because now at this point, they're on a mission to find Hugh and figure out what's going on.
2: They're
1: not on a mission. Thank God. No. They're not the Blues Brothers. Unfortunately. (laughs) It would have been a
0: very weird movie. So,
1: cool guy is immediately on board with just dropping everything and going wherever. Even though they have school and we're not quite sure what time of year it is, but...
0: (laughs) And his mom seems to actually give a shit about where her kid is some <laughs> of the time.
2: Yeah. But he drinks non-brand name beer and smokes weed in car. But don't they specifically say, well, isn't your mom going to be concerned? He says no. She,
0: she won't even know. know. <laughs>
2: so maybe she's not that concerned, in fact. Uh,
0: <laughs>
2: so yeah, they go to his lake house or
1: nope, beach house. not
0: yet. They go to Hugh's hideout.
1: Yeah, we got a lot of stuff to talk about. Hugh's hideout, where He's they have, oh, he has they the cans
0: do. and the the bottles hanging from the window, and he has the windows blacked out she, with. I, he never smiles. Hmm. They're talking about the actor that plays Hugh. Yeah, Jeff. Whatever. His it's
3: name
2: like is. his agent gave him advice really early on and was like, "You're more attractive when you're not smiling." <laughs>
1: Ingrid Mortimer played the old woman in pajamas. Look at her.
0: I'm gonna be. Oh, she's a sweet old she lady. Looks like Aww. she should be on like. A denture commercial. <laughs>
1: I got but, new denture glue. I can do biking now. <laughs> I can chase young people across the quad.
0: Not now that he's older, but when he was younger and he was in this movie and he was in um, Pretty Little Liars and things like that, he always kind of reminds me of that guy that hangs out outside of gas stations wearing white tank tops and like jeans that are just a little bit too big, drinking Monster and smoking cigarettes. Maybe and, like a like like,
1: cigarette pack is rolled up in his sleeve. Yeah,
0: like. That guy, and <laughs> probably drives a little tiny two-door car that he thinks is really cool, but it's falling apart in a piece of junk. <laughs> he reminds me of that guy and somehow ended up in movies, and I don't understand it. <laughs> like, <laughs> every time that I see him, I think that. I think it's just because I knew a guy that kind of looked like him that also did all of those things. <laughs>
1: <So> <laughs> uh, yes, well, they find his and hole. And there is a bunch of porno mags and ejaculated into paper towels or something. Tissues. Why? Like, he is in mortal danger of his life. Who's, like, up there, like, I'm squatting in this abandoned house, I'm going to jerk off.
0: Maybe he thought that he could get rid of the entity. He <laughs> <laughs> start attacking the
2: tissues one by one. <laughs> what we scared, though? but I got to the last tissue. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, I am so dry, I got nothing left. We
2: don't know how specific the entity is.
0: <laughs> what grosses me out even more than that is the fact that Paul fucking touches his ejaculate uh. tissues. He touches that. Well,
1: the porno mags. Uh. I'm not sure if he actually grabbed one of the tissues or not.
0: I think he like brushed it off with one of the
1: um, he might have.
0: Don't touch that. There's no <laughs> running water in this house. Wait. That's gross.
1: When they told the cops where he lived. They said the cops went to check it out, but there was no trace of it. There was a bunch of jizzed in tissues.
0: <laughs> well, they also <laughs> supposedly did a rape kit on her. Right. And, like, there was no hits on it. Like also, just they like... didn't look very fucking hard because there was a picture of him inside of one of the porn magazines.
1: Right. right. Next woman. to a woman who is dead now. <laughs> like, it's just another example. Like, in this movie, the cops were just
2: did a completely inadequate job. <laughs> maybe
0: i bother calling them right also it is just outside of detroit so i'm not well, really gonna
2: whoa huge slam on detroit police
0: <laughs> they got a lot of shit going on they i'm just do saying have a lot of shit going like on compared too. to somebody who got drugged tied to a wheelchair and then let go like they have bigger fish to fry
1: consensually but... sexted and then drugged yeah, yeah. <laughs> it could very well be like we have like Twenty dozen murders to look into. We gotta go. Twenty
3: dozen.
0: (laughs) Can somebody do the math on that real
1: quick? Hang on, I can. Yeah.
2: That's a lot. All right, it's just a lot. That is two hundred forty murders. That sounds right. I'm gonna start using them.
3: Uh,
2: We have twenty dozen employees here. No. Wow.
3: So anyway, <laughs>
2: it somehow simultaneously makes it sound like less and more. <laughs> I don't know how that's possible.
0: Oh
3: my god!
0: I need to make <laughs> I need to make twenty dozen cookies tomorrow. Oh
1: god! She's probably being like I I don't know exactly how many that is. Like. <laughs>
0: I counted and then did the math. It's 20
3: even. Uh, oh, no.
2: Anyway, I mean, it's not wrong. It's just really ambiguous and weird. Uh, but yes, they find Paul just happens to look. Well, I guess it is a top one, but still, I don't like easy coincidences in movies. And the picture that he needs to see just happens to be in the middle of the porno mag that's on top. One
0: porno mag that that he he looks up. Yeah.
2: And he flips through it and finds it. And luckily, he's got the Letterman jacket, which was pretty good snooping on, or sleuthing on their part. Yes. Where they go and they, they, they find him, and they figure out who he is. Interesting quick tidbit about that picture. The girl in that picture, presumably Hugh slash Jeff's girlfriend, is the girl that we see at the beginning of the movie, whose name is Annie. Yes. Who is brutally murdered. Somehow by we assume the entity but we haven't seen it yet at that point True. so we actually went back and we looked into this and it is indeed confirmed that that is his girlfriend and there's a little bit of a a quick explanation that I guess you can kind of infer but the general gist there is that Jeff cheats on his girlfriend it's a one night stand at a bar he contracts the entity for lack of a better term and then unknowingly gives it to his girlfriend and once she is brutally murdered It starts coming back after him, and he starts to piece things together, and I assume begins to do some testing and figuring out that this thing can and can't do whatever it can and can't do. And that's why he then gives it to somebody else in the hopes that it will prolong his life, I guess.
3: Yeah.
0: Then Greg's Beach House, where he has the most stupid location for a firearm that I've ever seen yes, in a not-very-well-locked shed in a not-very-well-locked box on a shelf where it could easily be stolen by anybody at any time.
2: Well, my greater concern, and I think that out of the three of us, Max, you're our firearm expert, I wouldn't expect that gun to work very long in that location that close. I'm assuming it's that close to...
0: Is lake it, Michigan. lake it's, Michigan. Yeah, so it's fresh water. It's, it's not salt like.
2: water. But still, I imagine there's going to be a decent amount of mist, rainfall, any other lake effect weather that would come. So it would be a pretty damp environment.
0: It's and like their boat storage. It's, it's like
2: in a metal lunchbox. So like, wouldn't there be a pretty serious concern for rust or at least some kind of particulates? I, I know that uh, revolvers are less prone to misfire due to... Any kind of mechanical failure, but still, like, yeah. I'm be concerned about just leaving
0: a gun in the environment. Most ridiculous location. And he starts teaching her how to shoot. Jay starts teaching Jay how to shoot. And at this point, nobody else in the group has seen the entity. Like, none of them have seen it. And they're not really sure if they believe her or not yet. And then ugh, they go down to the shore of the lake and um, Yara is swimming and Jay and Kelly and Paul and Greg are all sitting on the beach and then Greg gets up to go to the bathroom and Yara tells the two other girls to get into the ocean in this maybe summer maybe fall weather. All this time you're seeing the entity start walking towards Jay. It's creeping up real slowly behind her and this is my biggest fucking issue with this movie.
2: Don't steal it from me. We're going to say the same thing. I know it. Both well, of you say it on three.
0: Okay.
2: Wait, wait. On three or three and then say it?
0: After you say three, we'll say
2: it. As long as I'm afraid she's going to punch me in the face now. <laughs> <laughs> One, two. All right.
0: Uh, you count. You count. Can.
2: Can. Okay. One, two, three. Say
1: she it. never hey.
0: looks behind her.
2: Oh. That's not what I was going to
1: say.
0: Okay. What were you going to
1: say? <laughs> True. She never does look behind her, even She's though it's following her. She's not
0: looking around, ever, in any scene in the movie. She's just like, no, I'm just going to look straight ahead, even though the thing's always like, coming for me. I'm
1: depressed. But uh, my problem with that scene was the entity took the form of Yara. Did it? It did.
0: Was that the first time that it took the form... It was the first time that we it took a, the form of somebody that we knew. Yes. Okay.
1: And my problem with that is, it was only there for our benefit. Because she didn't see it. Yeah. Like that. And... So we see Yara walking down the beach, but then the camera pans and we see Yara out there on an inner tube floating in Lake Michigan. Okay. That pissed me off because it's just to scare us, to be like, for us to be like, oh shit, that's Yara.
0: Well, to be real fucking serious, I didn't even notice it was her. Oh. So, but no, my biggest issue is that that point and from that point forward, anytime that Jay is sitting someplace, she's not looking around her. She's not being vigilant. <laughs> and that drives me crazy because like if you know that this thing is coming for you and you know that it's always after you and like hey i've been sitting in this place for you know 17 hours maybe i should look around and see if it's coming for me she doesn't yeah and that bugs me (laughs) it then took the form of somebody else because it couldn't fit through the hole in the door in the shed
1: oh yeah the kid. kid yeah
2: yeah
0: it like was that one of the neighbor kids i don't know huh, I'll have to go back and look.
2: It's very possible.
0: But, yeah, it turned into, like, this creepy little kid to crawl through the hole in the door because it couldn't get the door open, which is also a problem that I have with the movie because this thing is obviously really fucking strong.
3: It's Um, like
1: Dwayne Johnson
0: strong. It hurled Paul across the beach paranormal activity style. It, like, fucking through him, but don't you
1: think Dwayne Johnson could also pick up Stick Boy and hurl him across the beach,
0: Paranormal Activity style? Yeah, probably. <laughs> like, but it's really strong. That's a wooden door that's probably rotted all the shit because it's sitting right on the lake. So it probably should have been able to get in there.
1: Oh, but here's the... another part of the movie I took issue with. Sometime before this, cool guy teaches Jay how to use his his you know gun. Yeah. his dad's gun or whatever. So she goes into the shed and grabs it. And starts firing at the thing. And cool guy takes cover behind a folding lawn chair. That's (laughs) made
0: out of cloth. It's not even like metal or anything. (laughs) Now, I understand.
1: Maybe you're just not thinking about that. But for starters, she's not shooting at him. She's shooting at the entity.
0: But she's not a very good shot, as was demonstrated by her target practice. Right.
1: But if there's bullets coming whizzing by, like, why wouldn't you face plant right into the sand? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Don't hide behind a lawn chair.
0: Did I ever tell you guys about the time that I was getting shot at? No. no? Okay, we'll talk about it later. <laughs> then she leaves the shed out the like the sliding door where they it's bigger so they can get a boat inside of it. Whenever the entity comes out of the shed, it's back into I guess Yara again. It's back into a girl's form, right? Which I don't understand that and Just,
2: why not? What's why would it stay in that other form and not hers? Why, what's the But point? why
0: would it take the time to, ch- I don't know how long it takes it to change. Apparently I would assume it's long. instantaneous.
2: It seems instantaneous. Doesn't seem like it has any concern about it at all.
0: But I don't know why it would bother, but. Why does
1: it bother attacking people that were the last ones to have sex? With?
0: Well, we'll get to that. I have some theories, but. Okay. The, so then Jay runs off and fucking takes Greg's car. <laughs> and leaves her friends behind. And I understand that she's the only one that it's after, but what a dick
3: move. Yeah.
2: I'm assuming that she's sleep-deprived. I'm assuming... Sleep deprived. 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 I'm assuming that she's just not thinking straight. And she's fearing for her life. She's sleep-deprived. She's just terrified and just goes. And one track mind just thinks about getting away, and that's it. And I kind of understand, but she's also... That's when she's looking around.
0: when yeah. she's in the car when she's driving <laughs> faster than this thing can walk, and then she almost get almost like gets into an accident with another vehicle and swerves off the road and ends up in the hospital again.
3: For oh. the third time.
0: Second, Second at this time. point, yeah.
2: So it's at this point in the movie, I'm. It's a great movie. I'm totally engr- engrossed in it, but there's a small part of my mind that's working out what I would do, and what I would do is I would wait until this thing was close. I would drive to the airport, hoping that I would have enough time, get on a plane, and I would fly to Australia, Europe.
1: You would be the guy that's walking around in circles in the, what do you call it, where you wait for the plane? The terminal. The terminal. Like, you'd be waiting for the plane for like three hours and it shows
2: up, and you'll just be walking around in circles trying to wait for the plane to show up. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) so the plane could backfire. But let's pretend that I get on the plane... I go to Australia, spend, like, two weeks, three weeks in Australia, and then fly back. Like, yeah, it would probably be expensive, but you'd buy yourself a good amount of time, I'd imagine. You'd probably get stuck in the ocean somewhere, trying to turn around and come back. And I'm assuming it has some kind of, like... Honing udon, ability? Yeah, like, it's, it's gonna, like, <laughs> hone in on you.
1: But. Would it swim, or would it walk on the bottom of the ocean? Ooh, I don't know. That'd be fucked up.
0: I think walk on the bottom of the ocean. I don't... I, don't...
1: I mean, it, well, it does swim later it on. It does end
0: up in the water, but... So this is the point where she finally decides to sleep with one of her friends and pass it on to them so that they can pass it on to somebody else. The cool guy. She decides to sleep I don't with Greg. know
2: that she knew he was going to pass it on to somebody else.
0: I think that was the plan. Like, because she looks at him and he, like, wakes up and looks at her. Then they do it. And then the next scene is him supposedly sweet-talking some girl at the a lunch table in a cafeteria somewhere. Right. So then this other girl that he probably slept with presumably ends up dead because then it comes after him.
1: Right. But he
2: never really believed it was real.
0: He didn't believe it was real. So maybe he didn't sleep with somebody because he didn't see the urgency in
3: it. Or he didn't
2: tell them. I don't know. From that scene, I I almost got the vibe that they didn't talk about it. He slept with her to make her feel better. But then some part of him did kind of believe it and was a little concerned, so he went out and slept with somebody else without telling her or talking to her. I guess there's really no evidence to support either one of those yeah. okay. scenarios, but I just,
3: kinda, I just kind
2: of I just kind of got the feeling that maybe he didn't really believe her, but some part of him was a little bit concerned and thought, yeah. well, like I'll go out and bone somebody just in case.
0: See, I thought that he believed her until he slept with her, and then, no, because I guess they, did they have that conversation? No, they had it whenever they were outside of the house. I had the impression that he believed her until he slept with her, and then it was a couple of days and he didn't see anything weird. Mm. And then he was like, yeah, I think she fucking made it up. And then Paul was like, dude, something threw me across that beach.
2: And cool guy's like, it's probably just the wind, stick boy.
0: Basically, yeah. Yeah.
2: So he was the husband, and Paul was the wife in most scary movies. Yes. It was a draft coming down off the mountain. (laughs) (laughs) Catabatic winds. Yeah. That's the one. That's the one. Look them up, listeners. They're cool. Catabatic legs, yes.
0: Anyway, irradiated. (laughs) Yeah. Jay is looking out her window and sees Greg walking down the street.
2: In long underwear, I believe. In long
0: underwear, yes. Everybody wears weird underwear in this movie. It kind of makes me laugh. (laughs) And she pounds on the window to get his attention, and he breaks his own window of his own house. It's a weird thing to do. crawls inside, and then she's like, oh, fuck, that's the thing. She tries calling him and he doesn't answer. And of course. yeah, of course.
2: Would have been funny if that was Greg. He was just drunk.
0: <laughs> I kind of thought that. Like I kind of the very first time that we so just like as kind of full disclosure here, we ha- all had seen this movie before, and then rewatched it. Some of us for this episode. <laughs> so. <laughs> I, the very first time that we watched, I kind of wondered if that was what was happening. Like, if he was super high or drunk and couldn't figure out how to get into his own house. And he just broke the window and she, like, went over there and crawled in through the window herself and just found a drunk Greg there. But that isn't what happened. <laughs> the entity disguises itself as his mother.
1: Again, with one tit hanging out. Yes.
0: Yeah. And...
1: It really likes to do that when it dresses up as
2: women. Yes. It's just the one tit, actually. <laughs> The good
3: one. Her party tit, if you will. <laughs>
0: yes, the party tit. The entity goes upstairs, dressed as his mother, with her party tit out, and pounds on the door to his room. It's, of course, not until Jay yells, Greg, don't open the door! But he then opens the door. His, The entity, disguised as his mother, leaps on him. And then whenever Jay gets to the door, because, you know, instead of running away from the thing that's going to kill her next, she runs towards it. <laughs> And it's, like, humping him to death? Yeah. I think he
2: was already dead. I think he was dead the minute it touched him, which I don't know. Because it it seems like poor Annie, who dies in the beginning of the movie, she gets ripped apart, and I assume that's what killed her. But with Greg, it just seems like it touched him.
0: Yeah.
1: That's one of my issues.
0: Why was Annie's death so
2: fucking
1: now, violent? The one article I was reading, it said Greg's death was violent. And I suppose, on a relative scale, it is. It's kind it of Actually, shocking. on a technical scale, it is. But, relatively speaking, in regards to Annie's death, it's not violent at all. No. He gets tackled and humped to death. Uh,
2: or dies during the tackle and then gets humped after death. I'm not sure.
0: It, or, and I also
2: don't want to know, but... And the <laughs> whole
0: thing makes me uncomfortable because it's it looks like his mother.
2: Yeah, I think that's intentional. It's
0: it is. It's supposed to be... It's absolutely fucking super intentional.
2: Super messed up. And again, I'm not going to speak for either of my co-hosts, but I am not one of those people who is, intelli- is intelligent enough to find the deeper meaning in things, but there's obviously, there's the Oedipus Complex, there's a bunch of different things that that could be touching on, and you could make an argument for. I'm not the person who's going to make that argument. However, I've seen it online. I just think that it's really provocative in a way that makes you feel Im-
0: So, <laughs> and of course, Jay freaks out, drives to the lake again, and she gets out of the car and sleeps on the hood of the car until dawn, and then wakes up And doesn't look around her. (laughs) The entity's not there. Spoiler alert. But the entity's not there, but it still just drives me nuts that she wakes up and she just is like, huh, I'm going to look in this one direction and not look anywhere else. And then she walks down to the lake and then she gets in the lake in her underwear.
1: Well, she starts wading out in the lake because she saw the boat full of party dudes. Yes. And she was presumably going to go bang some of them. Or, well, just one maybe.
0: Or all at the same time. Who knows? That increases her odds. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) And that... (laughs) I I have questions that we'll talk about more towards the end of the the podcast, I think. But did she? Didn't she? Did she? And then they all died? Because it then starts coming after her again.
1: Oh, well, I doubt she told any
0: of them to run. Kind of hard to explain. That's true. And
2: she may have just assumed that because they are party guys, they would have gone out and boned other people immediately. I don't think she was reading into it that deep. I think she was just desperate to have some peace.
0: So she goes home and she sleeps in her room on her bed with her friends kind of sleeping around her. Like cats. Yes, basically. They do
2: kind of all just (laughs) pile on.
0: For some fucking reason, she's the one that hasn't been able to sleep because she's had this thing after her and she's sleeping on the floor of her own bedroom. (laughs) No, get the fuck off my bed. I want to sleep on my bed. I haven't been sleeping for days. I slept on the hood of a car last night. Let me get some rest.
2: Also, just a quick note, I would imagine that those three bros that she potentially slept with, maybe she'd sleep with all three of them. We'll just surmise for a second that she slept with all three of them. And then, if they were like on like a spring break, party weekend type deal, and they were sticking together, how fucking terrifying would that be if one of them all of a sudden just gets bent in half?
3: And then all oh, of a sudden, God.
2: standing like right next to you, you all of a sudden like get smashed up against a wall, and you have a third guy wondering what the fuck's going on, because your two friends are being mutilated feet from you, Yeah. and not knowing what the fuck you're supposed to do. Maybe they all saw it, maybe they didn't. But that's just kind of a fun thought experiment, I guess.
0: But this wouldn't have been spring break, because it was summer, fall, winter in <laughs> <Right>. Michigan.
2: <laughs> Ambiguous season break. <laughs>
0: but... I,
1: it would be awesome, if anybody's listening in Detroit, can you please let us know that summer, fall, winter is a real season out there. It's summer, fall, winter festival. I need to know. <laughs> and if that's not the case, just confirm that the weather out there is just nuts. And in some places, it's the trees are dead
2: and, and some are not. It <laughs> reminds me of um, Mr. Science Theater, if you haven't watched its great show, Pod People. There's a specific movie called pod people where they literally i believe they start driving and it's like fall and then they go up into the top of the mountains and there's snow on the ground and then by the time they get to where they're going it's summer (laughs) and one of them actually makes a comment about it driving three seasons to get there (laughs) 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 it just it reminds me of that
0: (laughs) so then she goes back home and she and paul have a conversation and then she decides to sleep with him instead Nope, no, not no, yet, no, not no, yet, no. not yet. That's not till the end. Not yet. They decide to go to the school, or they, not the school, the pool.
1: They concoct a home alone plan to kill
0: Basically.
1: the entity. <laughs>
2: and thank <laughs> God they do.
0: Because,
2: <laughs> boy, what a finale. <laughs> they,
0: they go to the pool, and this is where they have the eight-mile comment. Like, the Yara's talking about how one time her mom told her that she wasn't allowed to go someplace because it was two blocks past... The eight mile and it was dangerous to go there they're all having this conversation and then they break into this building that has a pool like indoors a YMCA, and
3: perhaps? maybe
0: yeah. i don't know the what Navy it was because they say about how the last time they were at the pool they were 14 they were you know like this was ages and ages ago even though they're maybe 18 17 who knows they go in and they plug in all of these electronics around the pool this pool has a lot of outlets for having that much water nearby. (laughs) It does. (laughs) I
1: didn't think about that, but yeah. (laughs) And none of them are GFI. (laughs) It's
0: just like four outlets every ten feet around. (laughs)
2: around. I can't be
3: up to code.
0: (laughs) And so she gets in the water and she's in there for hours. A long time. Presumably. (sighs) She would have been a prune. Doesn't it walk through a sheet or something?
1: No, they throw a sheet on it.
0: They throw a sheet on it. it
2: although real quick i do want to say that it was a really creepy touch that when they're pulling out of the driveway at her house
0: oh yeah yeah, yeah. Dang,
2: <sighs> her dad is standing naked on top of their house
0: that wasn't her dad that wasn't her dad
2: at that point it's not her that dad that was not her dad it was just some old guy just some old all right, i guess that's her that dad bit.
0: doesn't show up until they're in the pool
3: okay no cuz the, the guy
0: standing on top of their house had like crazy white hair oh okay and then whenever they got to the pool, her dad had like short cut I guess hair you're right. and beard.
2: But it was just a creepy touch that he's just standing there. Just it was really out of place and awkward.
0: And Why weird. was he on the roof? It was I, just some random ass entity. Just to be, like, I
2: think the entity is. Wait, wait, are we talking like there's more than one?
0: No, this is the no, no, entity. No, it's like, you it's,
1: said a random. Oh, so you're saying the entity itself is yeah, random ass.
0: Yeah, yeah. It like I is randomly generated. I think it likes <laughs> as an NPC. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: it just likes to torture people. Improperly scripted. It <laughs> yeah.
0: might have been... I need to go back and look. Wall. It might have been her grandfather. Because there was a picture of her grandfather and her grandmother on the wall. That's possible. I'll it's have to go possible. back and look at it real quick. They're at the pool. And way to ruin it, I was going to ask Max if he noticed who that was <laughs> no. in, in the the pool house because that is in fact her father yes
1: i did notice
0: first and that was probably actually one of my favorite bits in the movie is the entity shows up and her friends can't see it and we can't see it they don't show it to us for the first little bit Mm
1: -hmm. isn't there like a splash isn't that like no
0: no it it walks around and it starts hurling electronics at her right it is
2: apparently far more intelligent than any of them considered
0: and strong enough that it could have broken down that fucking shed door. Because it's lifting up, like, the big fat-backed televisions from, you know, the...
2: CRT. Cathode Sh- Ray Tube. The
0: fat-backed I thought I was going to be all
2: cool. It wasn't a... Went in and yeah, I like fucking nerd you. nerd hat Cat you. rope where uh, Nerded you. TVs.
0: And it hurled that son of a bitch across the pool.
2: Yeah.
0: And hit her in the head. And...
2: Did not kill her. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, we're just going to, I guess, the lights don't go out, so I'm not sure why she wasn't electrocuted. I don't really it, know that it. It unplugged
0: about, it. Like, whenever it hurled it at her, it came unplugged from the wall.
2: Did all of those electronics get yeah. unplugged when it threw it? Because,
0: like, they had them set up so, that, like, they could be tipped into the pool and they okay. would hit it, but he was 30, 40 feet away. I guess I missed that. And he was chucking them at her, and Paul has the gun that they brought from Greg's beach house cabin thing. And they have the gun, and Paul gets it out, and he starts shooting at the entity in the general direction of where he thinks it is because he still doesn't see it. And he eventually hits it, and it falls into the pool.
1: Well, before that, he manages to wing Yara in the freaking shin. She does. He does. does. And takes absolutely no notice of it. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Just keeps shooting in the direction
1: of his (laughs) friends.
0: The entity falls into the pool, and. Wait, 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 wait.
1: Does not he throw a sheet over it?
0: And the then he puts the revolver does.
1: to its head and pulls the trigger.
0: One of the girls does. You're right. One Which does not does, kill it. No, it does not. But it temporarily incapacitates it.
2: Which is an interesting point because then we find out that this creature is Wolverine. Wolverine. Oh, yeah. Yes, it is Wolverine. <laughs> because they are able to interact with it, and obviously we've seen earlier that it, it is able to interact with other people because we see it throw or hit. Paul, and Chuck him. But we're able to see them interact with it, or, uh, I guess, the sister. What did you say her name was? Kelly?
0: Kelly. 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 Why should I be wrong? and We've been calling her by the wrong name. The, podcast.
2: <laughs> the sister <laughs> throws the sheet as she's like, you know, it's it's a pretty clever idea. And it works. I just, I, I kind of liked that ingenuity on, the, on their part, but also yeah. the fact that it kind of worked in this thing is just, it's real, it's there, it's just invisible.
3: Yeah.
1: But what part, was somebody trying to hold it back? Somebody it gra- was attacking it, and it was like trying to push somebody away while it was trying to grab her. It was her. like
0: kind of pushing away at Paul while he was shooting at it. Like oh. It was like almost trying to grab at him, but it was so focused on her that it couldn't look away. Right. Uh. Which I also thought was really interesting. It was so obsessed with her that it couldn't look away.
3: Yeah.
0: You both just switched the way your feet were crossed at the same time. <laughs> Anyway. My
2: giant-ass feet. Yes. And my dainty feet. Real quick, though. If they were about feet, <laughs> I'm pretty sure if I stepped in that pool, it would empty. Totally. <laughs> but anyway, if they were concocting this, I really like the way you put it, Max, this Home Alone plan, which everything was. Like, it would not have surprised me if the two robbers from that movie had walked
1: into the YMCA. <laughs> Harry and no I don't know.
0: Yeah, I think those so. are stooges <laughs> pretty
2: sure one of them was
1: Harry
0: one of them was Harry and Marvin
2: Marv, he called him Marv. Marv. Right. Marv. Marv. Marv I was very close Marv, Marv, Jim anyway. anyway, Pesci was the only saving grace of that movie I um, loved both if this was their plan
3: wouldn't it have made sense
2: for her to have slept with Paul before they undertook this ridiculous adventure so that at least two of them could see it instead of one of them
0: I think she was still holding out hope that it they wouldn't have to go that far that they could get rid of the entity without
2: <laughs> that they she would him. have to have sex with him like,
1: yes
0: like, yeah moralized. desperately <laughs> did not want to have sex with him
2: that friend zone was forcibly broken by a literal demon <laughs> the threat of death is what it took yeah. to break him out of the friend zone
0: then the the entity like Grabs a hold of her, they eventually get her out, and then it dissolves into blood in the water.
2: Well, hang on. I disagree that it dissolved. That's after Paul makes one of the most ridiculous, reckless, ridiculously stupid shots I've ever seen. He's just randomly shooting in the water at You don't shoot at water. First of all,
0: it ricochets.
2: And it's been proven that you may, for as far as like a bullet being lethal, it's like maybe four or five feet. We saw MythBusters do it.
1: They shot a 50 caliber rifle into a pool, and it still didn't make it more than five feet. I
0: think.
2: Yeah, it doesn't go through the water like that, and it's certainly not lethal if it does. I think it's lethal, maybe less. It might only be lethal for like two
0: feet. I mean, nothing was going to be lethal if it hit that thing, so it didn't really matter. He was just trying to stop it temporarily, but still, he was shooting at his fucking friend in the water.
1: Yeah, with a weapon he absolutely had no experience with. Yes, and for starters, yeah, he blew its brains out once, point and blank. Didn't do shit, and it still was in the water and grabbed her. And then he gets it to let go over by shooting it through the head again, and
2: then blood just starts pouring out everywhere. Also, I wasn't counting, but there's no way that held more than five shots. And I'm S- pretty sure... Uh, a revolver that side is probably
1: five. I Well, I didn't actually get to rewatch that part of the movie.
2: I'll have to double check. Uh, I'll watch it later <laughs> and see if I can see the actual revolver.
0: So, uh, yeah, I don't
2: remember
1: exactly. But
0: yeah, he shot, he shot four when he was standing outside of the water, because... One clipped it, one hit it in the head, one hit Yara, and one flat out missed. And then he shot two into the water.
2: Okay. And we never see him reload. So maybe he got lucky, and it is a six-shot revolver. But from what I understand, again, Max, you'd be the expert on this more than I would, but from what I understand, having a revolver that size with six chambers would be unusual. Not per se. Really, what the, I said I'm
0: wrong. Really, the the size of the revolver wasn't that small. It Just had kind of like a short nose. Yeah,
2: it was there. like a snub nose revolver. Yeah. But you are right. She he does say, "Is it still in the water?" And she gets uncomfortably close to the water. One yeah. Of many oh four yeah. Decisions.
0: She like fucking instead of standing up and looking at it from a reasonable distance, she crawls over to the edge. Or you
2: know, walking around to the other side of the pool, forty feet away, where she could be at a safe distance.
0: And she, like, leans over with her face two inches from the water, Mm -hmm. like an idiot.
2: And then just sees an actual, uh, kind of a a beautiful display of swirling red, we assume, blood. A cloud of
0: blood, yeah.
2: Yeah. And that's.
0: And then they go home and she finally makes the decision to sleep with Paul and let him try and save her. Sleeps with him on what looks like the most uncomfortable love seat on the face of the planet. It looks like his neck is like bent at a 90 degree angle (laughs) (laughs) while they're having sex. And I was like, well, does it look enjoyable? (laughs) Also,
2: I'm sorry, but I'll bet you that cast smelled It
0: got wet twice. It probably
2: smelled so bad.
0: It looked like she got it recast after she got in the lake. Because it looked all nice and tight again after she came back and Mm -hmm. it It was a little bit Yeah.
2: it's possible. But either way, I the way that she handles that, I mean, it is life and death, so maybe she doesn't really care that much about her from cast, but still I imagine it probably smelled awful. It's a pretty big turn off.
3: So then, honest.
2: I'm sure Paul didn't care.
0: That's no. true. I'm
2: not
1: Paul. He
0: was hella desperate to sleep with her, and was. she was hella desperate to get rid of the thing. And he goes and sleeps with a sex worker.
2: Presumably, we don't Presumably. know for sure, but honestly, that's pretty brilliant. Yeah, because he's
0: it's going to get passed on. Driving so
2: around, town, <laughs> around town,
3: around town. Oh,
2: around town. He <laughs> he drives past two sex workers, so. It's reasonable to assume that he does, you know, pay to sleep with one of them, and then, like I said, that's a brilliant idea. I mean, you, you plan, you got to figure they're probably gonna have sex three or four times that day, and somebody who goes to a sex worker is probably gonna also find other sex workers, so they might pass it on. So, that's honestly like a really, really intelligent way of going about it, and kind of evil, but as far as self-preservation goes, like that's probably one of your best bets, honestly. And
0: then he goes back to the house, and then the next and last scene that we see is Paul and Jay walking down the street holding hands with something that could potentially be the entity slowly strolling behind them.
2: Yes. Yes. There are many shots like that in this movie that I really appreciate where there are just those kind of large sweeping shots, whether they're uh, an establishing shot where somebody's walking into the camera or it's just a slow panning shot, whatever it might be, where there's lots of people just generally milling about and you don't really know for sure is this the entity? Is this just a person? There's a couple of scenes where somebody says, can you see that person? Or do you see that person walking over here? But there's a couple of scenes where there's somebody just walking in the background. And it might be. It might not yeah. be. You never really know. And it's not really blatantly pointed out. And I love that.
0: I don't know that I could ever be in a crowd again.
2: mm nope. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't like crowds now. Yeah. I don't need more reason. Yeah.
0: All right. So that's the end of the movie. It looks like you're frantically looking something up over there, Max. I was trying
1: to figure out what revolver that was, but
0: right. well, I think
1: since there was only one gun in the movie, it didn't end up on the uh,
0: yeah. internet
1: movie firearms database. Uh, <clears throat> yes.
0: Something kind of different that I would like to do, that we don't normally I do. I
1: fear change.
0: I know. Me too. <laughs> I'm the same way. I would like to kind of gather your theories on what the deal is with the entity and how it came about.
1: I bet it's Caligula. Look up Caligula.
0: Or you could just tell me.
1: It's well. when you have... <laughs> It'd be life. more horrific for you to look him up.
0: <laughs> is it like the time that I googled bukaki because I didn't know what it was?
1: It <laughs> would not be far off from that. <laughs> Caligula, he was just all about like sex and murder and yeah. <laughs> being an emperor of Rome and, oh. and, then and he, he also stabbed the hell
2: to death many did he times. he write really nice? Is that part
0: of it, or am I just... Is he Caligula the Caligula for...
2: Caligula for... <laughs> Caligula for... Hey. Hey.
0: I,
1: I
2: don't think he be, he began Caligula Earthy, but... Okay. Uh. I just made an assumption. <laughs> my... Re, before we get into that, okay. my question is what do you suppose would happen?
3: Uh, can, we, can we do mine first?
2: Sure. I, Wait. Can you just do first? your thing? Okay, so didn't
1: you implore everyone to Give us their theories?
0: I wanted you guys to give me your theories.
1: I gave you Caligula.
0: Yes, you did. Oh, and now you
1: want Victor to... Yeah, um, instead
0: of hijacking and asking a different question. Because <laughs> mm-hmm,
3: mm. that never
2: happens. I'd like to think it's a curse. Okay. I'd like to think that maybe someone was raped, and they chose and bore their hatred so intently on their attacker that they wanted them to suffer and have some terrible fate constantly follow them and eventually rend them completely asunder.
0: I also think it was a curse, but I think that it was put on by a scorned woman who was cheated on.
1: Why could it have not been a cheating wife who got cursed by her husband?
0: I think because the entity takes on the appearance of a woman more frequently. Mm-hmm. I think that that's kind of why it's in my head that it was a woman.
1: With the one party did. With mm-hmm. the one
0: party tit. There was only full frontal male nudity once in that movie. And it was the man on the roof
1: And it was not spectacular.
0: <laughs> I, you know, not a great
1: representation. No. <laughs> they could have put Liam Hemsworth up there.
0: I mean, they could have. How just old would
1: he been um, whenever
0: this movie was made? <laughs> oh, wait, that's true. What's uh,
2: Was that one that you're always going on about? Till Schweiger? That... Oh, Till Schweiger! Yeah, they should have <laughs> put him up there. Yeah. Alright, so
0: what was your question?
2: <laughs> uh, I was just going to say, first of all... What do you suppose happens to like, you know, the soul, if you want to go that way, to the people who are killed by this creature? And what do you suppose would happen if somebody killed themselves rather than letting the creature get to them, the entity?
0: So it depends. If there's nobody down the line, like if they're the the end of the line, so to say. So say that the girl that slept with Hugh mm-hmm. Everybody before her got killed, or whatever, or died somehow. Say that he died, and then she killed herself. I just guess that the curse wouldn't go on anymore. Maybe, if it was the curse of someone scorned, the bloodline of the person who was cursed would then pick it up from there. So, if they had anybody else. What was your other question? Pause. Yeah.
2: My other question yeah. was, what like, do you think that if this is a curse, when it murders them, do you think it's also, like, pulling their soul into, like, purgatory or some kind of hell-like structure where they're constantly. He would have them. been 25 when this movie was late. Okay, he so
3: could have so been Liam, old in the old
2: like, Or let's, 24. Let's remake let's it. it. Let's just get some Photoshop in there. I'm sure he's got naked pictures up there somewhere. <laughs> I was married to Miley Cyrus.
3: I didn't know that. Yes. How about that? They
0: had an on-again, off-again relationship for a little while, and now they're married. So, I don't know. I think that kind of the nature of the curse is that people are sleeping with random people, so there's a lot of kind of sin involved there so i'm guessing that they would just go to hell regardless Mm. i don't think that the the entity like normally pulls them anywhere i think while i was looking
1: up liam hemsworth's age i missed something that you guys are talking about yes because it sounds very funny right now
0: (laughs) so he asked what happens to the souls of the people like does the entity rip their souls somewhere or and what um happens if a person kills themselves instead of being killed by the entity.
3: Mm. If you were in the
2: line of succession to get murdered by this creature, if you took your own life, would it just skip you then? Next in line to take over and take a bullet. Yes.
0: It's not really
1: related to this, but...
0: I think if there was somebody that was next in line, they would be the next to go, but if they were the end of the line, I think the, the curse would dissipate.
1: But there's no end of the line, because STDs have been around forever, and... You know... It could just be a sexually transmitted demon. (laughs) It is, in fact. (laughs) In fact.
0: So I had then another question. Oh, goodness. STDs obviously spread. So if you sleep with one person, and then they sleep with three people, and then they each sleep with two people, are there then multiple entities?
2: It only takes 15 cycles before everyone in the world.
0: (laughs) Yeah, seriously.
2: (laughs) They do say when you
1: have sex with someone, you're also having sex with everyone they've had sex with. Yes. So maybe the entity would just kill her.
0: Uh, well, yeah, I don't know. Like, is it? But would it be one entity, or would it split into separate entities? Like, say she slept with, with all three dudes that were on that boat
2: at the same time. Presumably, well, after she slept with the first one, like
1: having sex with the other two wouldn't help her at all.
0: Well, if if they had sex at the same time, like say it was like kind of a gangbang situation, <sighs> like,
1: there is like, no way you could choreograph it so well that. Two penises will enter the same body at the exact same time.
0: Okay. So you know whichever I mean? one hit a split second before that.
1: Yeah. It's like sperms and an egg.
0: <laughs> okay.
1: It's the one that just happens to make it there one fraction of a second before the rest of them.
0: Okay. And the that's other ones fair. are
1: all brutally murdered. That's fair. By hmm. lions. At least that's what I was told about sex. But it's the universe
0: also need to know does this sexually transmitted ghost STG if you will Would you
3: should trademark that? yes
0: does it require penis and vagina action or does penis and anus count does oral well that's what count? I was saying
2: like let's say that like there was a gangbang situation that there was kind of some real weird Could t- let t- me. Towards, pass it on that's what I was also wondering like What's the requirement there? Is it Could just oral sex be enough?
0: Or is it just straight, cisgendered people that are at risk? I
2: don't know. There's too many ambiguous questions here, I guess. We'll never really know. Yeah, we were never told that much about the thing.
0: I'm going to need a prequel. Nah. That details everything. No, I'm just kidding.
1: Because I mean, <laughs> we're going to watch a movie pretty much akin to Caligula, I think. what happened. <laughs> we need to follow sex ed. If you guys have never seen that... Watch it at your own risk. I'm serious. <laughs> where
2: does it rate? It is like a
1: porno, murder, like, straight-up porno, and murder, and just everything. So Where does it
2: rate on the scale of... It's, like, way past X. Like, Well, I was going to say, does, would you put it in the same vein as, like, Tusk and Beast? No. no. Okay. More highbrow, lowbrow? Um, uh, I don't know, because some people might argue it's artistic.
1: I argue it's just
2: weird. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and we're back. <laughs> I would have to say that my favorite part was honestly just the fear and odd the way that he describes it to her. He has her tied up to a chair, she's freaking out. She is not believing anything he's saying, thinking he's freaking insane, but then like he's kind of dancing around and looking like real shifty and weird and looks out there and he's like there it is and like that whole thing is so weird and so off-putting and it just pulls you into the movie so much more.
0: I think that my favorite part is the cinematography. I think that they did a really, really good job with kind of the artistic shots and things of that nature. Like, it added something to the movie. Like, sometimes movies try to do that and it doesn't really add anything. And I'm like, why are you moving the camera like that? But it added something in this instance.
1: My favorite part is when Yara farted. (laughs) She goes, I have an idea. And then she cuts a fart. She's like,
2: no, it's gone.
0: She, like, shakes it out, too. Yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. Think what was the scariest part for you?
2: The scariest part? Yeah. Would have to be whenever they're in her bedroom, and she opens the door, and Yara uh, and Paul are out there. Or Yara and... Just Yara. Just Yara. Just Yara. Yara. Just, Yara. Just, just the one Yara, one Yara actually.
3: <laughs> <laughs> just
2: Yara's out there, and that big-ass fucking dude Ugh. with the creepy makeup comes in and just glides in silently just so that juxtaposition of this massive thing coming through her room but slowly carefully gliding is so terrifying to me because it's so off-putting i have a few words to say about him
0: i think that the thing that was most scary and off-putting to me is just the thing that jay never fucking did is the constant need to look over your shoulder you always have to be on guard and you always have to be looking around you because you never know what direction it's going to come from or what it's going to look like. The scariest
1: part for me, I think, is when the entity is throwing massive objects in the pool at her. It is a very vulnerable position to be in.
0: It really is. With
1: something that can
2: hurl a 50-pound television at your head. Yeah. Or a 30-pound man across a beach.
3: <laughs> yes.
2: Which, in my memory now, is Dwayne Johnson for some reason. Wait, Dwayne Johnson that got hurled or that did the hurling? He did the hurling.
1: Did
0: the hurling.
2: And then, so strong, he just hurled himself out of there. What can I say? (laughs) 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 Fuck.
0: Alright, and then, what did you dislike most about the movie, Eric?
2: Alright, what I disliked most about this movie is just the general disregard for logic. There are a couple of different times... Where they could do do some testing, they could kind of come at this from a different angle and be a little bit smarter about it. Now, they are kids, and they do some pretty good sleuthing, but there are certain things they do, like shooting it once with a gun in the head, and then doing it again, and then doing it a third time, and thinking that it's going to do fucking anything. (laughs) Because by my recollection, it gets headshotted three times, once by Jay, and then twice by Paul. Yes, and they apparently think that's going to do something. Yeah. Oh, Jay shot it in the shoulder, I think.
0: And then in the head. And then in the head again.
2: Oh, right.
1: He
0: clipped it, and then he shot it twice in the head.
2: On the beach, I thought Jay hit it in the head. Oh, oh, sorry. I thought she. I thought she hit it in the head.
0: She hit it in the head. Sorry, I was thinking about Paul. I was thinking about Paul.
1: Paul definitely hit it in
0: the shoulder, and then hit it in the head, and then hit it. In the head
2: again i'm yeah. quite certain jay winged it in the shoulder i could be wrong i'll have to go back and
1: watch she
0: might have winged it but she definitely hit it in the head the
2: okay because it definitely falls over as it's walking towards her on the beach after she's in there firing and what's his face uh cool Pides guy in
0: the chair cool
2: guy craig <laughs> least favorite part of the movie.
0: my least favorite part of the movie was the acting <laughs> specifically jay's acting she was very bland to me and in the very beginning all of her lines were delivered very monotone and that didn't improve a ton throughout the course of the movie she did get a little a little bit better as the movie went on but she just was very bland. Paul was also kind of bland. I've seen him in other things and I know that he can act but just he wasn't top of the line for me. So
1: Miley's favorite part was when the thing looked like Yara Because, like I said, that was just to, like, increase the tension for us. Right. It had absolutely nothing to do with the movie.
0: Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Okay. What scale are we doing? Um, So, are we going to do, like, a Do-Re-Mi kind of scale? Like, (laughs) are we going to do a high Do and a low Do? (laughs) (laughs) Um. All right. On an overall rating, I give it a 4 out of 5 stars. Okay.
1: Overall... I would give it three.
2: Okay. I would also give it three stars.
0: Overall. Hey, why don't you five? just do what I do? Every time.
2: I would give it <laughs> six out of ten. That is the same amount. It's not the same score.
0: It's not the same, same scale. Three-fifths
2: is, is the exact same thing as six tenths. You said not to not okay, do the yeah, same you thing.
0: Right. you're right.
2: And I didn't <laughs> do the same thing. I used out of ten. Okay. Just All because right. you did the math in your head, it's not my fault.
0: For scariness, Star I... math. For scariness, I give it a three out of five.
2: Oh, are we counting, like, the unease and the creepiness as being scary? Or are we counting it as, like, actual, like, jump out? It's creepy um,
0: scary. There's so no I, th- I think that it, not really, no. I think that the the way that I kind of rate things...
2: It's not true. The little kid who comes down, that's kind of a jump scare. Uh,
0: little kid, of
2: a Because he's all, like, ah,
0: like uh, creepy. And, okay. Okay.
2: But if you want to, it's a, it's a weak jump scare, but I don't count it as a jump scare.
0: I think that the way that I generally rate, like, scary movies is how am I going to feel being in the house alone after I'm done watching this movie? And so the scariness for me was not very high because I wasn't in a place after this movie where I was like, I don't want to be alone in the house. Whereas after watching, like, La Llorona, I was like... I really don't want to be alone in my house because she might be hiding
2: somewhere. <laughs> this is the opposite for me. This made me want to be alone in my house and not near people. But okay, I mean that's fair. But I'm,
0: you guys don't have to go by that. But that's how I rate it. Like that's how I rate. So like, what would you rate was... the
2: scariest of the movie? You said three, three out of
0: three out
3: of
2: five. Three out of five. All right. I would give it honestly a just because in my opinion the idea of the constant creepiness and the like the unclean feeling of this thing constantly being near you and not being able to do anything about it, knowing that it's always coming for you, I would give it a 4 out of 10 stars. Okay. Because it's not that creepy, but there is that constant dread that makes me pick it up much higher than what I normally would for something like this. But
0: 4 out of 10 or 4 out of 5? 4 out of 10. Okay.
2: He's using the 10 scale. Okay. i using the 10 scale. I Fuck just, you guys. Just wanted, so you're
0: giving it less than half. You're giving it less than less than 50%.
2: Yes, because it's right. not scary. Okay. It's just a constant unease that this thing will eventually... When it gets you, it's fucking terrifying. Yeah. But until then, it's it's not really scary. But I think that it is a constant feeling of dread. Max? As
1: far as scariness goes, I think I'd give it two out of five stars. Okay, all right. Because, much for the same reasons, it was scary. And you had an overall icky feeling the whole time. Because this thing is persistent and just won't leave you alone. Mm. And that would bother me. Because I like being left alone.
0: okay all right so i guess that's it uh please remember guys that if you like our podcast to download subscribe share it with your friends tell them all about us because the more that this gets shared and the more likes and views and all that that we have the more that we can continue to do this and maybe put out different content for you guys in the form of a different podcast so please do that for us and until next time
2: yes rating and ratings and reviews Subscribe, download, tell your friends. It all helps a ton, and we greatly appreciate it. And hopefully we'll be able to show you guys how much we appreciate it at some point in the future. But
0: we'll figure that out when Yeah, we we've to got it. a couple of ideas brewing around of what we're going to do. So, all right. Well. Uh, oh. We well, almost we can... always forget to do this. Um, Vic, I believe that it's your turn to pick. Wait, no, it's my turn to pick. Because you picked Brightburn. And then you picked It Follows. And then it's my turn.
3: That's right.
0: Okay. All right. I'm going to pick Winchester because none of the three of us have seen it. It is about the Winchester home and the widow of Winchester who couldn't stop building her house and it's apparently haunted. And I would really like to actually watch that movie.
3: So. Okay. Cool. Okay. Bye. See
1: ya.
0: Thanks for listening to Hounds of Horror. If you enjoyed our podcast and would like to know how to support us, you can find us on Patreon at patreon.com slash houndsofhorrorpod. If you support us on Patreon, you get access to some cool Patreon-only items, or just have the satisfaction of knowing that you're helping us create more content.